Hi everyone, um, this is Sharon with Messy Motherhood, and today we have a special guest, my husband Mark. Um, my husband, if you've read my blog, is a recruiter for the Navy, so having him on here is pretty cool because not only can we talk about things from my perspective as a wife, but we can learn a little bit more about how a husband does things. Um, for example, last episode I talked about prayer. So I was kind of curious to see what is it like to pray for your spouse? Like, how do you pray for me? Um, I think when I'm, uh, I'm talking to God, I just, I pray for your, uh, your happiness. I pray for, um, God to support you in ways when, uh, I'm kind of observing when you're down uh, and just to uplift you, to, to get you through some times. I mean, that's the things that I pay attention to. If I, I notice that you're, you're struggling, I pray for those times. I think one it's really humbling to hear that and two it's really interesting to me because in the beginning of my prayer journey i definitely prayed a lot for like things that i thought you could change and it actually took me talking to your mom to realize that that was me trying to act as god and not letting god decide what needs to be done in your life so sorry about that <laughs> um now i would say that i definitely pray for like your health your well-being your safety um i pray for your job a lot like i know it's hectic and it can be overwhelming sometimes so i definitely pray for that i pray for the people that work with you um so I guess I really feel like praying for your day and the people that surround you during your day is helpful for me. I don't know. Um, I feel like men and women seem to pray differently, maybe? I don't know. Or maybe when you're in a different walk of your faith, like, I'm a newer Christian because I grew up Catholic, but you have been a Christian all your life. You went to a Christian school. So would you say that that helped you learn more about your walk with God or your faith than maybe somebody who didn't grow up that way? Um, I, I feel like uh, just because you go to a Christian school does not necessarily make you a good Christian. I feel like you have to want to be someone that wants to pursue their, their walk with God. Like you can't like just because you go to a Christian school does not, you know, move your your walk with God along the way you have to want that in some form of fashion you have to believe it did you always believe it um when I was younger I was uh, I was baptized as a young age and uh, and I, I believed in God at a young age uh, so I, I feel like yes uh, now um, there's been times when I've struggled along the, along the way but that has since grown now that I've gotten older and uh, it's just more maturity. I think men men um, are a little bit more immature than women, so. 
I mean, that's fair. We kind of, I feel like girls mature earlier. I mean, at least that's what I learned when I was taking courses in psychology. Um, how would you say your faith has helped you in your job? Like, does, would you say that your faith has helped you in your career in the Navy? Um, it's difficult to incorporate my faith in God as far as my job in the Navy. Uh, religion is, is kind of one of the subjects that's, uh, not supposed to be really discussed in the workplace. Uh, so when God is brought up, it's really a, a kind of off topic. It's, it's hard to, to want to speak about it. And, you know, it's not supposed to be something that's recommended to be discussed in the workplace, uh, in the Navy. Uh, religion is kind of like religion, politics, and all those things. It's kind of like, hey, you have your own kind of keep that to yourself just do the job have you seen god work in your time in the navy um i think i have i think there's been times when um i might be struggling i might not get along with somebody but like i'm gonna pray for them that you know they kind of have a different out view or uh just i have a better interaction with somebody or you know, if I don't get along with somebody that I can learn to cope or learn to, you know, engage in the workplace better. Would you say that praying for somebody helps you kind of interact with them? Like, for example, I know when you and I are arguing, I try to take a step back and pray for you, pray for myself and pray for the situation. And I feel like when I do that, I can kind of see things a little bit differently. What do you think? Um, I agree. I mean, I, I, I fully like the prayer I feel is very powerful. Um, I feel like everyone prays differently. Everyone's got a different gift that God has blessed them with. And, uh, you know, prayer is not always to the first forefront of uh, everything I, that I do. Um, I'm, I'm very prideful and a lot of times I try to do it my way and that tends to not always be the best way, but you know, um, sometimes when I'm in, in, in need, I, I gotta just, you know, humble myself and, and sit down and pray about it. Side note, obviously we're both very prideful people. So like that seems to be where our kids get it from. Most likely. That's why we, we definitely have to pray a lot for those, for our children poor things. Um, I know for me, I'm a very like set in my ways kind of a prayer. Like I have a step in which I pray. Like I pray when I pray, I, you know, thank God for what's going on in my life. Like I'll say, thank you, God, for the sun. You know, the grass is green. It rained today. My flowers are growing. Then I confess, like, my sins. Like, if I yell at you like I did today over something stupid, I'll say, God, I'm so sorry. I yelled at my husband and I had already asked you for forgiveness. Um, then I bring my petition to God and then I close it with, Again, thanks. Um, do you pray in a specific way or how does that look for you? 
whatever's just really on my heart, uh, I'm gonna pray about. Um, I'm not a long-winded person when it comes to prayer. It's very short, sometimes very, just a quick 20, 30 seconds of just, you know, speaking and talking with God and just discussing really quickly. This is what I got going on. And I, I just, it's almost like a, more of a, a conversation one-on-one, just very, very candid. And that's kind of how I pray sometimes. Are you an out loud prayer or a silent prayer? It really depends on where I'm at. If I'm in the car driving to work uh, and I'm by myself, sure. I'll talk out loud. It really helps my thought process to kind of hear uh, my thoughts. Just, uh, you know, my, my brain tends to be easily distracted. So if I'm easily distracted, it's, if I speak it out loud, it's, it's a little bit easier kind of collect my thoughts on that but um, maybe sometimes uh, I'm frustrated at work I got something going on I might take us take a take a 30 second break go outside just kind of really just you know if I'm feeling anxious if I'm feeling stressed out it's just God help me get through this situation do you ever ask anyone to pray for you for something specifically do i ever ask for god to no like you i i don't remember a time that you've ever looked at me and said hey babe can you pray for blah for me why is that um i guess we just think differently i guess i don't know um i'm very um my my prayer process is very spur of the moment it's it's just dealing with circumstances um i'm very to myself so that sort of thing do you think since we have kind of strengthened our prayer life that it helps in our debates and our discussions um i feel like it's uh a lot of times if we're going through something stressful if if things are a little rough you know it's 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 really easy to to just fall in defeat but it's hard to say you know what we need to we need to pray on this we need to really give it up to god and 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 seek his his counsel on, on on what we should do If you could give a word of advice to husbands that either don't pray for their wives or kind of superficially pray for their wives, what would you give them? What would you suggest? Um, Just be, pay attention to what they're, what they're experiencing. I mean, you know that you know them best like you're you're the one that's paying attention you know you know what's going on in their lives and you can see what they're struggling with and and helping them get through that situation that they that they're really stressed about or really worried about is just as simply as just saying hey god i see that she's going through this let's help her to have the strength the courage the the fearlessness the whatever to get through it and what is something you think that wives should know about praying for their husbands? 
um, we're very simple creatures. Uh, we, we, uh, we're very one form of facet. This is what's on our mind. This is what we want to do. Um, when it comes to prayer for, for your husband, it's just pray that they, um, they can lead the household. Pray that they can, that they, when they make decisions and that they, they communicate, that they, that they open up, that they really discuss what's going on. Cause a lot of, a lot of guys, when, when we're, we're doing things, it's, it's very, we need to open up. Um, and also, um, a lot of guys are, they, 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 they feel like they got to act tough. They feel like they have to, they always have to know what the answer is They They feel like they, they always have to be strong. And it's sometimes as simple as, Hey, if he's struggling, I want him to, to tell me what's going on. You brought up head of the household, and actually that's something I've been wanting to touch on a bit for the podcast. Um, the scripture that talks about being the head of the household, can you sum that up for us in your words? What God wants a husband to do and what God wants a wife to do, or do you want the opportunity to look that up real quick? Go ahead. You want to look it up? Definitely look that up because I'm going to shoot out of pocket and I am going to mess it up. But in, in, in kind of, in candid, in kind of, um, I feel like God has empowered the men um, in the relationship to be that head of the household uh, for the women to, to support the husbands um, in decision making and, and stuff like that. But I feel like it's a team effort. Uh, that's why when Adam was created, God said, Adam is lonely. We need, he needs a partner in life. So God made Eve. So what I'm referencing is Ephesians 5.25. Um, husbands, love your wives just as also Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. What does that mean to you? Um, that you gotta be supportive and, and you gotta, you gotta show it. You gotta, you gotta show that you're, you're in, that you take care of your spouse, that you, um, are in and looking out for their best interests. And in the other part, us women are kind of like, I feel like the part for women is a little bit harder because we're told to submit to our husbands and I remember when I first read that part I was like the word submit just seemed like such an ugly word to me because would you say I'm a very submissive person no you're a strong independent woman so it took me a while to like really look at that word and when I finally thought about different ways to say it I feel like submitting to you is like my, I'm supposed to help you. I'm supposed to come alongside you. And yes, you are the head of our household. Um, You are the person that is supposed to guide us towards God and make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to. So what... Do you think I do a pretty good job of submitting to you? Like, 
you can be a hundred percent honest because I'm curious. I feel like you do a great job. Um, um, you're very, you take care of the things that I have weaknesses in, and there's things. Uh, uh, specifically, I hate laundry, and you, you you do a great job of taking care of laundry. I that was our deal. That was our deal. Was uh, I would I would start the loads. I would I would transfer it to the dryer. You would do the folding and putting away because that's my weakness. If 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 in a perfect world, uh, when I was when I was without you, it was hey every every clothes was clean. You but had I'm, like four laundry baskets. It was in clothes. the laundry basket. It just recycled <laughs> out of the laundry basket whenever clothes needed to go back in, and then it stayed in the laundry basket in the corner. I never actually officially folded the clothes or hung them up on the hanger. But we complete each other. I get the clothes washed, and uh, you you get them in the drawers and on the hangers. We do a great job. With I that. mean, it takes you like seven to ten business days to hey, put clothes away. It's just folding clothes <laughs> is something I dread. I think that's a it's a really good point. You and I have a lot of different strengths and weaknesses. I am not a math person. <laughs> That's very evident. I yes. am. Oh, I can tell you, like I can budget, I can do those things. But if you were, I can't do percentages. If you were to ask me, hey, what's twenty percent off of a dollar fifty? I'd be like, mm, let me get that calculator out. You can do that in your head. That's really cool. Another thing you can do that I can't do, you can talk people into anything, and I think that's because you are a recruiter, and that's kind of your job. I've seen you talk your way out of like tickets and I'm over here like I got pulled over for speeding one time and ma'am do you know how fast you were going? Nope. You're getting a ticket. Oh darn. You, I don't know. Like I, I think that you're the more social out of the two of us so it definitely, you bring me out of my little world which is kind of cool. That's, it's, it's, it's funny because it's, I, I, I'm, I'm very social, yes, but it's crazy that my biggest fear in life actually is public speaking, and I'm a recruiter for the Navy, and I have to talk to large crowds, and you wouldn't know it because, I mean, I'm out there and I'm just jabbing away, gabbing away, gabbing away, and I'm talking and talking and talking, but my biggest fear is in, internally is like, I'm scared, very scared. And so I just kind of over over talk, kind of like when you get anxious, anxious talking, your anxious talking is, all right, babe, well, we got to go because you're just very, you're just jabbing away. Kind of like the time that I met your CO for the first time and uh, didn't realize that was your CO. And I asked for advice on being a good military spouse. Yeah, not my finest moment or the time I forgot my name when I was introducing myself to one of your senior chiefs. So. That's true. Yeah. It's a good thing we complete each other. Um, well, today we talked about prayer. We talked about praying for our husbands. We talked about praying for our wives. So we talked about submission, coming alongside each other and working together. And the awkwardness that is us sometimes in our marriage. And I guess what you can learn from our awkwardness is that sometimes it takes the other person to come alongside you and guide you back into like your normal. Um, 
there are things that you're strong in that I'm not. There are things I'm strong in that you're not. And I think us making a good team together is what God called us to do as spouses. Because as you mentioned, Adam was lonely. So God gave Adam Eve. We were lonely. God gave us each other and two children and a dog and some cats and the chaos that is our life. That's true. So thank you for being a part of my podcast. Thank you for dragging me into this podcast. Oh, don't worry. I'll drag you in a few more times. I feel like there's so many more qualified individuals that are out there. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Join us next week. I'm going to pray for no more.